What's up and welcome to episode 83 of How Not To Summon A Podcast. I'm Shinny Senpai and this week I'm joined by the only man tighter than Asiel, Jim. Yeah, I ain't spending money on shit. That's not what you meant, mate. <laughs> and that guy whose car needs more repairs than Sadao's bike, Grayson. That's just a... I feel attacked right now. So does your car every single fucking day. <laughs> I refuse to let it fucking die. And this week we are finishing the anime The Devil is a Part-Timer with episode 7 to 13. So jumping in where we left off, we left off with Susano, the female character that we saw. She fell down the stairs and she fainted in Sadao's arms. So it opens with her again and we find out that she has now become their next door neighbour. I, I was under the impression they lived um, on the top story of this studio apartment. Do, does their apartment grow in size throughout this show? Because I thought there were two all apartments. of a sudden there's a high like landing and multiple doors off the landing later on. Yeah, that we I see thought as they well. had the entire floor. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I thought so as well. That's a tiny but then they building. did but say, now it's got bigger. But they did say it's only it's a, a one room apartment. I thought. Well, now there's there's multiple doors coming off of the apartment. We um, we also see Emmy has been gifted. Uh, celestial force in a bottle so her friends are bottling celestial force and sending it to her through a gate that must so be that a different can... type of mountain dew so, so, so she can drink it and she's only allowed to drink it twice a day um, because there's such a thing as too much I celestial that was an power drink. I honestly thought that was like a some weird red bull that, like ori- a that originated in Asia D&D. if you drink potion. too much of it you die too much healing potion yeah it can kill you. Nah, fuck that. You shouldn't be fucking healing potions. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Going in raw, coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> Said the vicar. <laughs> the disappointment on Jim's face. Emmy, upon finding out about this new girl, Susan O, she decides that she's going to do a bit of investigating as to who this girl is because she's come up out of nowhere and has already sort of adopted the role of mothering Sadao and the rest of the group. So we knew she wasn't who she said she was anyway, didn't we? Yeah. I've got, well, yeah, because we saw her yeah. previously. If they've got the... coloured hair in this fucking show, you know that they're not human. <laughs> they're That's a rule of thumb for this entire show. They make an aeroplane joke in this episode, by the way. They do, they surely. Make, they make the Shirley joke. They do indeed. Yeah. Yeah, I did Luc- it Lucifer. Well. Lu- is it Lucifer, Lucifer that does yeah. it? Yeah, Lucifer makes the Shirley like, joke. get the... Uh, the Shit. ginger from the fridge, and it, and he says no. Surely we're out. <laughs> get the ginger from the. Fridge. Is that what he said? No, no that is, it he is says, when he gets the ginger from the fridge, right? Surely you can't be doing that. I can do that, and don't call me Shirley. Yeah, that's exactly what the joke was. He know. Look, he analyzes those things. Yeah, he should know. I've watched airplane like sixteen times. That's a very specific <laughs> number. <laughs> <laughs> 16. He, 16. He's got a board at home where he, every time he watches it, again, <laughs> a little mark goes on. So Sadao has now become uh, the assistant manager at uh, McGronald's. Still part-time, even though he's the assistant manager, I guess, because there's no reference to him going full-time. I guess you point. don't need to be there when the manager's there. Is that how assistant manager works? No. I thought That's the not, whole point of like, somebody was just to... Like, no, it, like you get normally get store manager, then the assistant store manager and then you get all the duty managers yeah. and well, then team leaders right right 
No, he's, he's the assistant, he's manager. assistant manager. He's second from the top. He references the fact that he's second from the top. Yeah, when but the manager's I'm out, in that demonic I'm in chain. charge. Doesn't he also reference, though, that he doesn't want to go full-time? No, I he, thought he, he says he wants to. Oh, he says, right, one yeah, day I'll go full-time. He constantly says it. Emmy, after investigating Susano, she gets a bit sus about her behaviour around Sadao and pulls her to one side and is like, do you like Sadao? Obviously, she means it in a romantic way, um, which there's some wires crossed, which we'll see in a little while. Um, Susano says she does. So at this point, we're under the impression that Susano is crushing on him like Chiho does. Yes. Although we did yeah. see her earlier working for the Inquisition, so maybe there is doubt there. Yeah, mine was a bit like, I don't believe what you're saying because of what I've seen. But then she makes him the lunch in the next scene. Mid-lunch. And like a really fancy bento box. And then that, that, at that point, I was like, oh, maybe she does like him. Yeah, maybe it, she is crushing on him. She's made him lunch. And if you hated I somebody, thought she why was. would you make him lunch? It was lunch? a very good misdirect. Very good misdirect. Although is that her trying to poison them? Because she makes Asiel ill. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? I yeah. thought this as well. That is her, because Sadao mentions it later on when he's having a word with her. He's like, you, you made Asiel ill <laughs> Have a word, on mate. purpose. What? <laughs> have a word? <laughs> just, it just sounded really British. For some reason, I just pictured it very British. Well, have a word. Have a word, mate. Go on. <laughs> For fuck's sake, have a word. <laughs> you She's made my line. mate ill. She's out of line. Have a word. <laughs> you made my mate ill. Can't be poisoned. Out of line. Have a word, mate. Can't be poisoned. <laughs> just a slap on the wrist over here, you see. Well, that's actually what they give her in the end, but that's by the by. Emmy gets feedback from Inter Isla that everything's quiet. Nobody's attacking anybody. Everybody's sort of sitting there. Uh, because she thinks that something's up when she sees Susano and she asks about Inter Isla and they're like, no, nothing's happening over here. It's Nobody's attacking anybody at the minute and it's very quiet. It's like the calm before the storm. Chiho also finds out that Susano is now about and you get the comical, normal reaction of jealousy from her thinking that she's got another love rival in the show, which I guess later on she does, like, Susano becomes a love rival as well. Yeah, would be the assumption. I thought she was in this one, like the way that it was acted out. Uh, well, no, because obviously she she hates her. him, and then tries to kill him. But then is no, like, but I mean like no. in this one, she's robe. Isn't her, that how like, we all fall this... in love? Huh? Isn't that how we all fall in love? You hate him, you try to kill him, <laughs> you like him a bit. No, okay, <laughs> not quite. No, he looked at you really sus. <laughs> 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 he does hate me. <laughs> I don't hate you I just don't we, hug you <laughs> we cut to Emmy who there's hatred on me everyone else on the planet can have a hug just not you no, no. it's a disgraceful audience to be honest it's genuinely true I've never hugged you once no you've hugged me no you were asleep you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> you've had no joy just gotta scooch right in here <laughs> so we cut to Emmy who she comes out of a like convenience store and she's attacked by some random masked guy with a scythe. Does this guy just run into a fucking door, by the way? Yes. He certainly does, doesn't yes, he? he? he fucking... Was it because it's a pool door? Oh, I thought it was no, because he, it was a pool door. He flies at it in the intention to attack her, and it's a pool door, so he smashes straight into it. He'd still smash into it. Have you ever yeah. ran at a push door? It's, it's, it doesn't open instantly. You hit it first, and then... No, no, but this guy literally... Fucking hurts. 
like, splats. Fucking splats up against it. Look, it's a comedy, okay? Let me tell you. <laughs> it was a stretch at a comedy in the first six episodes, and it's fucking absolutely not for the next fucking seven. Well, the store clerk comes to save the day because she can't defeat Scythe Guy because for some reason he can cancel her celestial abilities. And the store clerk comes out and hucks a slushy at him and he runs away. Well, I've been hit with words. <laughs> <laughs> You well, soiled I my never. cloak. You soiled my cloak. Well, I never. <laughs> I will get out of here. You'll rule the day that you ruin my clothes. Just say you'll rule the day. The rule, the rule the day. Rule the day. Rule. 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 Not rule. You'll rule the day. <laughs> I thought a rule was like a nice soup thing <laughs> that you put over a uh, meal. You have a nice roux over a meal. What's, what? Do you mean what? a row? Audience here. Back me up. Right. You put a roux over a meal as like a sauce. Like a chicken in a, no, a I'll white call sauce it ketchup, roux. mate. Chicken in a white sauce roux or something like that. <laughs> if if this was a cartoon, there was nothing but blinking noises then. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know. It's a roux. It's a roux. <laughs> you don't get it. Get your phone hey, down. Siri. Put your phone down. A character hey, from Siri. the <laughs> Winnie the Pooh book series. It's <laughs> a roux. Roux is flour and fat cooked together and used to thicken sauces. Roux is typically made from equal parts of flour and fat by weight. To thicken sauces, so not to put on top of a dish. Yeah, it's like a sauce. It's like a base. No, it's used to thicken it's sauce. It's used to thicken sauce. All right, enough of you. You're not putting. <laughs> what was that? Was that flour? You're not just putting flour on a fucking on a fish and calling it a day, are you? Lovely bit of roux. <laughs> what the fuck is fish and chips then? If not just a bit of flour on top breadcrumbs of breadcrumbs and bad. You do not put breadcrumbs on a fish and chips. Do you do? No, fuck off. Fucking good fish. No, and chips. fuck off. Fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> no. Fuck off. Not in my household. How very fucking dare you. Not in this neighborhood. <laughs> Charles gets a load of this fellow. <laughs> Didn't even know what fucking roux was. <laughs> Go get Jeeves from the kitchen. Go. He'll have a good laugh Tell at this. Tell him to fetch the roux. <laughs> Tell him to leave the fucking breadcrumbs. <laughs> so the episode the fucking ends. Fucking Hansel and Gretel over here. <laughs> following your breadcrumbs. The episode ends with Chiho calling up Emmy, saying how she's worried that she's now got another like love rival to compete with. And we go into episode eight. Episode eight opens with Chiho and Emmy doing a bit of reconnaissance on Susano. They want to know what she's up to and why she's so involved very quickly in a short amount of time in all of Sadao's life. Was she's, it not a given? She's such a pervert, right? Which one? Um, fucking... Chiho? No, not Chiho. Small tits. But, yeah. I can't remember her name. <laughs> That's what they call her throughout the show. I don't remember yeah. her name. Sir? 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 No, it's not Susan, no. It's rear... I want to say rude, but no. Yes, I remember that character. Amelia. Emmy. Yeah, yeah, Amelia. Yeah. Yeah, so Amelia. Yeah. Like, with her, she's such a fucking pervert. She's always hanging around around fucking street corners, like, spying on him. It's because she's sus of Sadal. It's a bit weird. She's supposed to be the hero of this story. Is she? Is she? Well, technically, yes. In only, I, think only, I was going to say, only in title. Yeah, yeah I think title. the irony is that she's got the title of hero, but, but she's, she's not. The yeah. least heroic. She is an anti-hero in, in, on Earth, I would say. She's not a villain, but she's not the hero. She's 
she helps but hinders at the same time. Most of the time she hinders. I've, I've only seen her help twice. So when they Chiho gets to the apartment, she opens the door and straight away she finds out that Susano uses Sadal's first name. So they're on a first name basis, which throws her off again, makes her jealous. And he also then tells Susano to come and work for McDonald's as well because she doesn't have a job at the minute. Uh, and again, this upsets Chiho. There's a jealousy-heavy moments in these episodes. Emmy is asked then to take Susano shopping because Susano's whole wardrobe consists of kimonos and traditional garments and things like that. And that doesn't even change after the shopping trip either because she's asked to take her shopping, but then she never actually does take her shopping, does she? She sets her off on her own and goes to work. Yeah, she does. Also... They haven't realised that she's from Ente Isla yet, has she? Have they? Because the, the conversation... only person do you not the only person yeah. the you only person what? who knows she's from Inter Isla is Sadal because yeah, he references yeah. it later on that he knew all along. Oh anyway. yeah, but like at this point, like Emmy has no clue. No, how? And you, how, no. how I don't understand how? how you haven't got a clue. How? Like yeah, she well, has no she idea. plays it that she's a girl from the country that. Country. Lives in a traditional village that is far from anything else, which is a reasonable thing to say in Japan because there are obviously they're dying out, unfortunately for them. But there are rural areas in Japan that are like stepping back in time. Is there? Yes. Yes, I've been to Somerset. That's Cornwall. It's a rural area. Or Hull. <laughs> What's wrong with Old City? Hull. Oh, sorry. What the fuck is wrong with Old City? Like they said, it's like stepping back in time. Yeah. <laughs> And there was nothing wrong with so 1978. It was a good era for <laughs> disco. <laughs> so is Grimsby. I love the fact that Fuck he says Grimsby. No, Grimsby. Yeah. Fuck Grimsby. Grimsby. Fuck Grimsby. They ruin the fishing trade for everyone in fucking England. That's why the fish are so expensive That's on your I'm fish and so chips. so concerned. Fuck Grimsby. Don't you start. You were talking about breaded fish and chips. I'm not having that. Yeah. Knock it till you try it, mate. No, I've tried it. And it tastes I like think shit the expressions don't to knock it till you try it. No, he said knock it. <laughs> yeah, so it. Keep slandering it until you keep eat. going. Full keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> the next bit we get, we Fuck get in, speak. we get in every anime we watch. Really, there's a heart to heart moment between Sadao as he walks Chiho home. And um, do you know what? Surprisingly, she's super open about how she feels for him, which you don't normally get. You, you know. Normally, you'd have this character who mumbles and bumbles their way, but never really expresses how they feel. But Chiho is on it. She's honest and open about how much she likes him. To be fair, it's, Amelia does the same thing. It's one of those things I actually enjoy about does this. She? Constantly tells him, like, he's nice. Yeah, I fucking hate him, though. Yes, yes, yeah. She cancels Constantly. It, tries to cancel it out. Const- yeah, she's honest. But that is one of the things I actually like about this anime. that The relationships are very already out in the open. Yes, they are. There's not apart from they don't really mean anything, which is nice. No, because obviously Sadao is fucking, not. Finally, it's nice. Well, Sadao has the whole thing of yeah, this is really nice that you like me, but I'm the fucking devil. That's basically yeah. it, is, now, isn't it? To be fair, you do the same thing. What if you're the devil? If you're the devil, but like, that's really nice, love. But I'm the devil. Would you? Yeah, genie. What you saw that? <laughs> What? <laughs> I just had to break my devil goatee. <laughs> Unless you're going to call me devil daddy, you fuck <laughs> off. Devil daddy. Okay. <laughs> daddy. None of that's staying in. 
course it is. <laughs> Susano happens to overhear the conversation between Sadao and Chiho, and Chiho gets embarrassed. She grabs the bike and she bikes off at high speed. I did write the bike's name yeah. down. I, I Galahad. No, it's Dulahan. Dulahan was so close. How did he get Galahad? It's one of the Knights of the Round Table, <laughs> Galahad. Yeah. I, I went with an old sounding name. Dulahan. Dulahan. She grabs Dulahan and bikes off. Second favourite character, that. What, the bike? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed I fucking it. Love, I, enjoyed I love the fact it's not got saddles. It's not one of those types of steeds. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would give you a lift on the back, but that's illegal. <laughs> As uh, Sadao's walking back with Emmy and Susano, Susano finally turns around. She's had enough. And she confesses to them that she arrives through the gate. She's from Inter Isla. And she, ter- she openly said, like, he's evil. And, you know, I'm here to kill him. She tells Emmy, I'm here to kill him. Not, I, it's not that I like him. You, you misunderstood me. I thought you said when you said... I knife him. Are you after him? <laughs> yes, I'm after him to kill him, not after him that I like him. Do you think and, that, and that was lost said, in translation, that one? Yeah, because she says to him, stay away, doesn't she? Well, Be she careful. says... Yeah, she, she says to Emmy, she apologises to Emmy about Olba, the priest guy. She's like, that should never have happened. I don't know why he turned to Lucifer and they chose to work together. I still work for the church and the Inquisition and the church still wants to kill Sadao... And they think that you're working with him. I know you're not from what I've witnessed. Now just help me kill him. This is kind of a bit of a call out to her, isn't it now? It's like, your job is to kill this guy. Yes. But you're not. From from an outsider, if you worked for the church, you'd be very confused about what the hero is doing right now and the actions. Especially if you've jumped through a gate and you're witnessing firsthand... That they get on yeah, in a chatting. weird, in a weird relationship kind of way of love hate or hate hate or whatever it he is. He doesn't hate her. No, he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't even like acknowledge her. her. Yeah. Tolerance. <laughs> but they they have an odd relationship, and you're like, that's the hero. That's but she's Satan. doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Emmy is. She's using her own judgment at the time, saying this, and that's what she says I'll to Susan. When you become a threat. Yeah. Right now, though, you're chill as fuck. Don't worry about it. But she's also. Don't make your fucking I think Emmy's conflicted in her feelings about him because of how he is now. As I well, I don't think it would be. I don't think you would be if your dad's been killed by his blooming armies and but, that. But you, they do mention later be... on that I think one of them says it to Susano later on. We w- we'll come back to it. I'm sure we will. But I'll bring it up now. Is that they said? Did you ever meet him when he was conquering yeah. the world? When he was conquering into Isla, did you actually see him? Did anybody ever have a conversation with him? Because if you didn't, maybe he's not as bad as you think. Yeah, I said this as well. Though. And that, that is a conflicting interest, because yeah. it's like, this guy sent out orders. But what were the orders? Were, did he order them to take over into Isla by any means, thinking that he could just roll over and not actually kill everyone? That's the question. I think I said it in the last episode. I feel like... I haven't seen season two. Yeah. But from what I've seen of this season, I feel like his actions were that he wanted to rule them, but his orders got misinterpreted. And in the end, he was like, oh, I don't really want to get into this. Like a a bit of a telephone game type thing. Yeah. Mm. And I think he was like, I'll actually fuck off, I think. My generals have gone a bit too far. You've Um, seen Overlord. And now we're in the shit. You've seen Overlord. Guy, you're chill. 
the overlord yeah. guy who says something and they're like, I understand your orders perfectly, sire. He wants to rule the world. And he's like, I didn't ever say that. What? Yeah. And then he has to play it off like, of course, you knew what I was thinking. To be like the fucking so, badass So they, guy. they get it right in that fact. And that, I think, is why Emmy is so confused about what she's seeing. But I still think you would have killed him. I, I have no doubt that he was the monster that everyone makes him out to be. You think he was? Yeah, I have no Do doubt. You? I yeah. mean, he does when... when I mean, this show puts him as the literal devil. Yeah, and when he's called out by Emmy, he do- he says, all I can say is sorry for what happened and that I didn't understand humans before meeting them. So, And he's been here over a year, <laughs> My <by> bad. <laughs> hey, he's been over a year here yes. already, by yeah. the way, because it gets mentioned at one point yeah. that he's been here over a year. So he spent a lot of time... Uh, it was a year for him to get, yeah, to get promoted to assistant manager. Yeah. yeah. He's been around them for quite a while now. So, ultimately, Emmy turns around to Susano and is like, no, I'm not helping you kill him. From what I've seen so far, he poses no threat. And I don't feel like it's the right thing to do right now. She's making her own judgment call. We'll quickly cut to the biggest drama of all, uh, the battle between McRonald's and SFC, the new... Chick fried chicken place. Um, how, Didn't we talk Sentucky? about this? Kentucky fried chicken. Yes. Didn't we talk about this last week? And we didn't even know this was coming yes. up. By the way, we talked about KFC versus McDonald's. Yes. And now we get yep. that whole thing in this. And they could come is. up with anything else except Kentucky or whatever the fuck it is. Kentucky. 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 Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> so here's McDonald's. Uh, McRonald's. Sorry. His McRonald's. Oh no! We're we've <laughs> well, lost, we've, we've lost YouTube. We've lost YouTube. <laughs> Fuck it. Hold on a second. Trademarked. <laughs> his McRonald's. Don't come at me, Ronald. <laughs> his, his McRonald's is gonna be dead because a new SFC has opened up opposite, and everyone loves shiny new things, so they're gonna go there instead of to his McRonald's. Not that that would be the only SFC in the whole of fucking Tokyo, but. Unless it is a spin-off of the regular one in this universe. <laughs> yeah, good question. The manager of SFC comes to see him. Uh, th- clearly, the Bad fucking guy. scythed cloak guy. Yep. It's so fucking... He wears big sunglasses to hide the fact he has special angel eyes. Yeah, and they also try hey, and... My car has those. They try and do, like, special hints as well. When he's like, yeah, God, that guy stank of cologne. And then she was like, yeah, that guy stank when I fought him. And I was like... Oh, they do yeah. that like four times. Yeah. And, it's like, and they're also know. like... We know. Isn't it weird he wears sunglasses inside? Y- yeah. We just, well, we just saw him shoot laser beams out of his eyes. Freaking so. laser beams. <laughs> Asiel is sent by Sadao to go and investigate SFC and get some intel on how good their food is, what offers they're doing. Just case the joint. You're going to rob it? (laughs) And the episode ends with Susano, Emmy, and Emmy's friend Rika going to see Sadao. And it cuts to the restaurant and it's still, it's just dead. He's just standing behind a counter with Chiho and there's nobody. I think there's one old lady in the corner eating a burger and that's it. Yeah, because they they talk about the fact that that's his first shift in charge, don't they? Yes. She's like, oh, I'm going to leave you in charge of it. Try and do whatever you can. Yes, because she's got to report the figures to corporate 
and about I'm tell them the day sales down. Yeah, that's not her fault. Fuck no. corporate if they're going to blame that one. Also, I love the fact that she's like, you know, we're having the last guy that reported this. They got sent to Greenland. Yes, <laughs> Greenland. There's a McDonald's. You Do you know? know Do you know Greenland is referenced twice in this show? Yeah, it gets shouted out twice. There's a second time. I'll bring it up. But there's a second time. But that's the first time Greenland's referenced. And then there's a second one. You are not getting transferred to Greenland. You'd do it. You would not be able to get there. Think of the ice hockey. You would still not set up a house in Greenland. I still reckon it's not even a country. Wow, it's not. It's owned. Shit on Greenland. It's owned by Norway. I I thought thought I thought you were gonna fucking go into song then. Not even a real country anyway. I thought it was Denmark. <laughs> Blame Greenland. That might be Denmark. Uh, I don't know. It's one or the other. This might be Europa. You're in a coming back to me this <laughs> night. And so we go into episode nine. Episode nine opens what with What does that make it then if it's not a country? It's a... Um, uh, territory. Yes. It's a land. Like the Falkland Islands and stuff like that. They're territories. <laughs> no, that is that is a part of our country. <laughs> <It's a> terri- <laughs> <laughs> we made sure it was. <laughs> is it like Canada? Well, uh, we didn't make sure that was still part of our country. <laughs> we gave that back. That's a territory. We did. We just were sneaky about it. We gave it back. We 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 gave it back. Yeah, under stipulations. Course. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still got the same fucking ruler. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, New Zealand. Yes. You are independent, hey, Australia. Hey, India. <laughs> it's on loan. I mean, India, we kind of did give back. <laughs> we Same did. as Hong Kong. Didn't we didn't really have a back. choice on that one, did we? <laughs> we brought them tea. Actually, they <laughs> brought us fair, tea. They brought they us tea. <laughs> yeah. We and, got what we wanted from and them. And all the spices that we never used. <laughs> and sandals. No, I just got them in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we got them in the back. Without them, we wouldn't have sandals. Well, I could have done without them then. It's a bit like America. Just on loan, really. What? Sandals. <laughs> Just... <laughs> we'll have it back later. We won't. So We don't want that back. We'll have it back later. Look, we left it with you it's for in 150 the, years. It's in the fine print. I don't know if you saw this without a magnifying glass, but it says, we'll return yeah, when asked. You need to rub some lemon juice on it and then heat it up. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. National <laughs> You know they another one. Right, anyway. Yeah, but it's not got fucking Nick Cage. Cage. Episode nine. The group arrive at McRonald's to go to see Sadal, but they see it's dead and they're like, this place is really busy across the street, SFC, let's go in there instead. And uh, form a plan about how we're going to approach Sadal in a little while. That's, that's why they go in there. And they go up and they go to order and the manager of SFC in his creepy mannerisms that he has, he's very creepy. Um, Hello ladies. He's, <laughs> it's Jim behind the counter. <laughs> If you put him in can sunglasses, I see your feet? I, if you put him in sunglasses behind a counter, people would be sus. If you put anyone in sunglasses behind a counter, it looks pretty dodgy. It would. Imagine us standing behind those fucking checkout counters at the range. Like with sunglasses a, yeah, on. it looked like we're doing a music video. Yeah, that's good point, yeah. <laughs> the worst fucking music video. The on treadmills. We'll be on treadmills. Have you not seen that trend? Take a picture of anything. It could be an album cover. Asiel happens to be in the restaurant as well because he was casing the joint and he happens to overhear Emmy bad mouth in Sadal and so he can't keep quiet any longer and he just kicks off. You take a picture of a McDonald's cup 
album cover. Dropping your first album. <laughs> I want to have a look. Jim plus one. Jim Boy Slim. Jim Boy Slim. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to Sadal, and um, <laughs> Sadal is conflicted by how he's going to beat SFC in this little one-day fight-off. SFC on sounds day. like a fucking wrestling organization. <laughs> Spin-off of UFC. We we cut back into the restaurant, and we see Asiel makes up on the spot a story of how he and Sadal ran a rival construction company. That rivaled Amelia's construction company um, to to prove to Rika that Amelia's not in love with Sadal. It's just a rival battle thing. When he made up this story, just put it in terms of them being the fucking good guys and them being the bad guys. And it's it as Emmy's the bad guy in the story. No, but she crushes their corporation. I think it's what he views what happened in. Into Isla. Into Isla. Oh, potentially. Yeah. Think about it. Actually, yeah. yeah Think about I didn't, it. I That's didn't even... all I did. I took that yeah. as he's thought about from their side what it looks like. Yeah. In Into Isla. We're a little startup company that wanted to <laughs> take over. We had one island. <laughs> but she got all of these mega corporations together. Kingdoms. Yeah. And crushed us. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Uh, I when can, I saw I that, I was connection. like, uh, yeah. Because you see Emmy... Be like, oh, for God's sake. You could see her yeah. talking, uh, like, in her head. She's going through that, and she's like, oh, is this what he really views it as? And we also see that Rika crushes hard on Asiel as well. Yes. Emmy's friend has a little thing for Asiel. That's nice that Asiel's got somebody who likes him as well. That's kind of funny. I like Asiel. He's like you know nothing's going to come of that, because he's fully committed to Sudal, though. So. Yeah. But he's one of my favourite characters in this, Asiel. Yeah, well, I think we said in the first episode, yeah. his relationship with Sadao is the best thing about the show. Mm. Rika and the group end up over at McDonald's, and this is when Rika turns on Sadao and is like, you're not as great as everyone keeps making you out to be. Like, you're letting SFC, like, beat you. It's their opening day. Yeah, that happens. And uh, she she spurs him on so that he's going to try and beat SFC. So we see him try multiple things and he just completely fails to compete with with the SFC. Until finally, he comes up with the idea to bring in decorations because there's a local festival going on. So he brings in wishing trees. Bamboo trees. I thought this was a Christmas tradition. Yeah, I thought it was um, for a but second. He, yeah, he brings in bamboo trees where customers can make wishes on them. And if they wait, make a wish on the tree, they get a free drink as well. Uh, but they have to make an order before they get the free drink. Because that's what they always do. And his idea works. And he sees a massive influx of people come into McDonald's. And the episode ends with Susano looking over at Sadao as he's sort of celebrating the success of the day. And she just gives him this massive death stare. And we go to episode 10. Episode 10 opens with Sadal being asked to go help another McDonald's. So there's another one inside a theme park, a water park. I thought it was right next it's to the It's everything. So, so this, this complex is a theme park, water park, zoo, all muddled into one. It's Flamingo Land. I was going to say it's Disneyland. No, he's right. Flamingo Land. Oh. Well, I was just thinking of like the Animal Kingdom. And it's it gone through some sort of refurb because it was like a grand reopening day. So they knew McDonald's was going to be busy and they were like, Sadal, you're my best employee. I want you to go over there and help them. 
I don't know who decided that putting crocodiles right next to a swimming pool was a good idea. <laughs> we'll come to the crocs. There's also a haunted house that's supposed to be super scary. So the idea is Sadal will also not only go and help at the McDonald's, but he'll gain power from the scared negative energy that people are releasing by, by being in the haunted house. So that there's was, lots of magic there. That was never his intention, though. Was no, no, no. I fucking what, love Halloween. That was uh, Lucifer's. That was intention. only Lucifer's yeah. idea. And when she's sitting next door, yeah, she listening to their conversation, she's like, "Oh no, this is the time when he's trying to get his powers back." Yeah. He was never trying to do that. And just by by coincidence, Emmy and Chiho are going to the theme park that day as well. Obviously knew he was working over there, decided to go. Yeah, and that's Chiho. when Susano sort of jumps in and goes, oh, I'm going to come with you. We cut to that day and we see Sadal is, well, he's smashing it at the new restaurant. He's working really hard. He's clearly the best employee there. And he's, he's enjoying his job. Gets a little whisper in the ear from the manager. <laughs> You're doing a good job. <laughs> is that how you manage people, Jim? No, that, that would <laughs> he be... He whispers <laughs> in their ears with yeah. nothing. He's got a scooch right in here. No, <laughs> there's definitely some complaints being brought in if I did that. Do you want fries with that? Why am I doing that? I work at a supermarket. I shouldn't be saying you want fries with that. Can I see your feet? <laughs> none of that would happen. And none of this is staying in. Did you know it's cheaper if you get it as a meal deal? <laughs> if you get a drink with it. Why would I be doing that? Why would I do any of that? Sushi's half off. <laughs> Don't get half off sushi. Go to cinemas on a Monday is half price. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. Do that. Actually, it's Tuesday, isn't it? As ACL, we see who was supposed to go and sort of be at the theme park as well to support Sadal. He can't because he's at home. He's really sick because he ate some of those udon noodles that they reckon were going off. Um, but he's been sick for a while now. So. What a long play plan this was, by the way. She brought over tons of noodles when she first moved in. She was yes. like, oh, these have all got to be eaten. Yes. Before this certain date. But Sadao doesn't get sick. And Lucifer doesn't get sick because they never feed him the oud on noodles. They always just buy him takeaway. Yeah. What the hell? He's living the good life. <laughs> that guy is living. He moans like... about it constantly. He's just on his laptop all day eating fucking takeaway. Yep. So the girls decide to go to the haunted house it's a brief moment. They're in there. The the haunted house is scary. They run out. There's there's not much to it. I mean, it's, it was pretty scary. It's why would you creepy. have one of them at a fucking swimming pool? The mother thing was a bit weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, then they end up at the reptile house, um, and Susan O references the fact that you know reptiles are really tasty. She used to eat lizards at home, stuff and like then, that. And then there's a- like Emmy a- scared because she was like she fought lizards. Yeah, she giant fought lizards. giant fucking lizards. And Emmy happens to spin around, bumps into the maintenance guy. He drops his keys. And then a monkey from the circus part of this mm-hmm. adventure park. Is it a circus? Fucks off. Yeah, it's a circus monkey. It's, yeah, it's, it's a circus tent. There's fucking clowns and all that in there. There's fucking clowns. <laughs> it's a circus monkey. And the circus monkey. There's fucking clowns. <laughs> Is it just the PG Tips monkey that's had Why enough? Are they clowns? <laughs> The monkey manages to get into the reptile house and get hold of the dropped maintenance guy's keys. And unlock the, and crocodile, and unlock the crocodile cage. That's Ace Ventura. And monkey. the monkey's also called Sadal. I like that touch. That's yeah, I like that. 
So, yeah, the croc cage gets opened and the crocs just getting to the swimming pool with all the general public. You missed one of the good bits. By with the monkey that jumps in to ruin her boobs. Yeah. Yes, he avoids Emmy because she's flat-chested and jumps into Chiho's boobs. Now, to be fair... <laughs> That's a monkey making a nest right there. Everybody flees from the crocodiles except Sadao, who walks straight at them. And because, obviously, this park is full of the negative energy from the haunted house, he's at full power. And the fact that there's negative energy from all the people running away from crocodiles. Yes, and he just... He tells off the crocodiles. He get, he lines them all up and no. gives them a telling <laughs> off and is like, go back. Back into your pens. Yes. He's Steve-O-ing the shit out of that. And then the episode ends with Susano. She's walking back from the theme park and she spots like an angel on the way home. Like a guy with angel wings. And I didn't like the fact that it was like, oh, here comes the fucking angel. Yeah. Now. And you cut back, you cut back to the apartment. You see that Lucifer's buying some more online shopping stuff, and Asiel is still sick. And that's how it ends. If there are angels to fight the devil, why the fuck are they breeding to make children that are half angel to do it with half the power? Because it's not on their payroll. That's exactly their payroll. It's not my job. That's exactly an angel's that's job. Not, that's not my angel's job. Angel's still got to get their fuck on. And, uh, <laughs> <my> job, <man>. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Angel's got to get their fuck on. <laughs> no, if you're an angel, <laughs> he's going to be a fallen angel. <laughs> that's exactly what Lucifer is. Well, there we go, exactly. <laughs> Sheenie's in the right place. Uh, and we go into episode 11. Where the fuck's God? Yeah, where is he? <laughs> Because he's not doing it. you got, like, the, the every fucking that leader man, from hell. That man is way too busy. He's a busy boy. Doing what? He, looking after creation. Technic. No. No, he's not. He's <laughs> yes. sitting on his ass. Yes. He's, he's, watch, he's watching a documentary on Scientology. He did seven days of fucking work. No, and no, six, no, 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 six no, 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 days no, no, of work he rested, and he rested on, on Sunday. The oh, sorry. He rested on Sunday. Lazy Honestly. fucker. Didn't even do a full week's work. <laughs> 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 he did six days. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it for the rest you of the You do a three-day week. Don't come in here saying yeah. God's not doing enough work. <laughs> and I could have done twice All as right? much work in those three days. He needs his downtime. He needs to turn the fucking TV on. <laughs> I could have made night and day on the same day. He could have, <laughs> but he didn't. Right. It's just because it took him a day to go switch. It's a bit dark. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he had <laughs> put to, a light switch on <laughs> and off. come up with the idea for the light switch. He had to create the sun. Yeah, and then he had to explain how it goes on and off again. No, you don't just click your fingers and the sun appears. Yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck, forgot. There, universe. <laughs> there. Did he just mould it? <laughs> there, universe. There, universe, big bang. <laughs> Fifth day, that's when he did that. <laughs> oh, that's the universe. He procrastinated for four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it looks a bit dry down there, but put some water on there. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you spunking on the earth? <laughs> That's how the oceans are made. Nice. That's where <laughs> fish come from. That's where the sperm That's whale where the comes fish from. Come from. <laughs> That's why it's so salty. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> nice. What the fuck's the Red Sea then? <laughs> that was a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was six days. Cut himself shaving his balls. <laughs> Mrs. God. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. God. Oh. 
That's wrong on so many levels. <laughs> what, there's a Mr. and Mrs. God? I thought, I, yeah, I thought you were going to be like, that was her time of the month that day. No, <laughs> that's, that's where I thought you were yeah, going with that. that's where I thought going. <laughs> the Red Sea did flow. When mummy and daddy love each other very much, oh. they make a universe. Anyway. God doesn't have a gender. Episode... That you know of. Epi- <laughs> <laughs> Episode 11 Could opens with... Could be a freaking with... lizard Listen, for we know. I've taken enough drugs to get close to God, <laughs> alright? I fucking know. <laughs> Episode 11 <laughs> opens with Asiel still ill. Uh, so he's been ill for four episodes so far, yeah. I think. He was ill in the first six as yeah. well for like a couple as well, wasn't he? So he's still ill. And the landlady has now asked to Sadao to sell some items. She's 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 in Hawaii at the minute on holiday, and she's bought a lot of stuff, and she wants it sold at the local car boot sale. Do we like the whole bra bit though, where they were like, "Please tell me these have not been used." <laughs> we see Susano sitting in a park, and she's having a conversation with the Death Scythe angel guy uh clearly the sfc manager that we know and we find out a bit of backstory about susano it's not she was the inquisition's assassin she would go around and kill people for the inquisition for the church who were in the way i didn't like this character after this i saw a lot yeah i didn't like her i'd seen a lot that she was forgiven for for literally it it looks like Throughout the time that she was assassinating people, she was questioning the church's actions constantly, but still going through with orders. Yeah, with like the fact that she turns around to the guy on the but, hill after she kills. Like, but that is she not at a stage that Emmy has gone beyond? Because essentially, Amelia was a character who was told she was a hero, trained to be a hero, and went to fight the devil until finally she acted on her own. Fruition, and Susano is just behind her. She is still, she kind of thinks for herself, but she doesn't at the same time, like Emmy did, until it hits her that hold on, I do have free will here. Emmy got lied to, right? Yeah, Emmy. She's supposed to to be the right hand of God, and she's just well until we until we actually genuinely know what loose Satan's goals were. We don't really know. If she was lied to or not, maybe he she was because you, know, you essentially lied. said you thought, yeah, no, he was evil and he was trying to wipe out yeah, people, which is fine. So she wasn't lied to in that but sense. Why, why come and steal a six-year-old to train them to fight the devil when angels a, will do it? Uh, because she was. There's just no. There's no she good was reason. Conceived to fight the devil, but why? The angel has now come to do it. That one of an army has come. But he don't do want it. to. Is it the same as cautious hero? You were summoned by the gods and by the church because well, no, you were they're one normal of the people, aren't they? She, yeah, but she was conceived. Yeah, but the whole point is and the church and the background of that are fucking the evil. church of the evil guys. Yeah, because they're the ones you know playing games. Are with they Lucifer. not always though? In any anime you watch, is the church? Oh, you could have just has... stopped at always, mate. To be <laughs> fair, you don't <laughs> have to <laughs> narrow it down to anime. <laughs> the church always has Being evil. ulterior motives to be the one and only power controlling everything. Um, yeah beyond government itself and beyond that's the what, king of the land because that's what she says rises above it? all because the church is sacred and good and pure yeah but that's why we have um yeah anti disestablishmentarianism yes yet their actions speak anything but purity what? did you steal his fucking calendar this week 
No, he's that's the longest word in the dictionary. It's the longest word in the dictionary, yeah, exactly. which is why everyone knows what it is. But we also, because of that, we know what it all means. Yes. But you also stole that from his calendar for this <laughs> week. His word of the week, you've stolen it. <laughs> Say it again for me one more time. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yep. That's you want to see something? M-I-S-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-
And I was the only one who knew that he did that. So if he's capable of using magic to just achieve small goals like that, you don't know what else he's capable of. Do we believe her? Yes, I, 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 believe I, rec- I reckon he probably did use magic. He probably did. In. Only because of what well, happened. It's from- not exactly an act of an evil man, regardless. Hell, I'd use magic to pull people in if that, you know. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> but what I would say is the only thing to counter that and look at from both sides of that perspective is that he has always stated that his main goal is to get to the top and I mean, yeah. So why not, world. why not sprinkle some magic on it? So, you know, that's one way of getting to the top. Just a little bit know, at a time. Yeah, a little bit at a time. I mean, he has no age, does he? I think they even say that he can't age or like... I, I, because I he's not it. he's not mortal as such, is he? He's not human. Yeah, he's so not I'd, human. He so would age got... differently anyway, yeah. Well, I think she says that... Well, he... he's an angel. Essentially. He is an angel. Yes. Well, he can hang around forever. Yeah. Basically, so he can eventually get to the top. Absolutely. Which is the storyline behind Omen. Is it? Damien. Yes. He's the child who rises to power through politics. Yeah, he becomes in president. The o- yeah, he? Yes. That's the whole point of the omen is that the, the child um, of Satan rises to power in the human world. And that's what causes Armageddon, I believe. I've never seen omen, so. Or as we call him, Putin. <laughs> that can stay in. <laughs> Come at me, Russia. Emmy. <laughs> they will. They will. They'll bring the Novichok. <laughs> that's a good point hold on <laughs> I'll put on my best spandex suit <laughs> Emmy Emmy doesn't believe that Sadal is bad she overhears this conversation and she's like I've told you once and I'll tell you again I don't believe at this moment in time that he is a bad person and if anything you've witnessed it yourself and Chiho backs her up as well and talks about the fact that they're all friends she's like I don't know why you would say these things and do these things you're my friend you're our friend and that's when chiho goes susano did did you ever meet sadal on inter isla so you don't actually know what he's genuinely like and i think those words resonated with emmy as well who was standing there and that hit her as well of the fact that no i never actually met him i just went to his castle and fought him straight away but also the retort is as valid as well isn't it they're well, both, they're both a, valid. He yeah. killed her parents and, and essentially no, but I mean, like, onslaught. The whole thing of where she turns around and says that, oh, just because he didn't do it, he told others to do it. Or he t- he gave orders to others which led to the things that happened. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. Basically, it's still his fault. Which, which is true yeah. if that is what happened. So Emmy once again refuses to help Susano and she walks away. This is when... Chiho and Emmy are attacked once again by the scythe guy who turns up. And he reveals finally that he is the SFC manager. Not that it was any surprise anyway. And he has the ability to use his gaze to subdue celestial force. But only no, celestial force. Gaze, aren't they? Isn't it weird that an angel doesn't have the power to subdue demonic force but can only subdue what is essentially his own power, celestial force. Well, I guess it's to keep all those angel babies in check. Po- well, possibly, yeah. He could be like uh, like an MP for the uh, angels. Yeah, he could. If you're handing out, Pat, you have no idea what the human upbringing will do to a person. Yeah. If they're not going to fight the good fight, you can just go, well, you've got no powers. Fuck off. 
Yeah, no, fair. Yeah. That's exactly what Zeus did to his children, wasn't it? Yes, he did. No, um, Her- what, Hercules? And the rest of them, yeah. Because Hercules was stolen from Zeus by Hades. Susano is asked by Chiho to help, and she refuses, and she puts Chiho to sleep, and is like, you're better off being asleep for all of this, so you don't get involved, although she gets heavily involved. Sadao gets a phone call from Chiho's mum saying that Chiho hasn't come home. He's then told by Lucifer that, because Lucifer did some digging into the SFC manager, and he's like, there's no records of him. Like, he's not a person. And then finally, he's like, have you still got that tracker on Emmy? Where is she? And she's like flying through fucking buildings and yeah. shit on it. And the episode ends with us seeing... Asiel in the hospital, and we see the priest, Olba, in the hospital, and suddenly Olba wakes. And we go into episode 12. A lot of things happen there. Yes. Very quickly. It's do- we well, had three episodes of barely anything, and then well, a the very heavy one. Well, the first six is kind of yeah. slow. Yeah. We get the first one, which gives us a great amount of backstory that we need, and, you know, introduces us to these characters, and then the next, like, five are really just slice-of-life stuff. But also slow yeah. build-up of characters as well. There is. Uh, episode 11 and 12 was the only sort of action-packed that we got throughout, really, 12 episodes. But, I mean, we got the Lucifer episode, but that Still was more was very fight. anticlimactic, though. Yes. The best fight was against Lucifer. Yes, it was. That was the better fight out of the two. Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. That fucking teleport where he sends him in his face. Yeah. That's genuinely scary stuff when you watch that. Yeah. So episode 12 opens with Asiel in the hospital and he wakes up and he speaks to the nurse briefly um, about the cost of the medicine. And she's like, don't worry about that now. I'm going to give you a second bag of medicine. And he's like, no, oh please. God, the cost. And, and he's he, got his uh, insurance card. He's yeah. like, no, please. <laughs> More importantly, do you take insurance? He, leave, he w- leaves his room and he's walking through the hospital corridor and he sees a police officer laying unconscious on the floor. And as he approaches him, he is suddenly attacked by Olba. He drops his insurance card on the floor and Olba picks it up and now has ascertained their address. Archangel Sario has captured Emmy and Chiho at this point, so he's the side guy. I think it's, it's, it's Archangel Sario. Yeah, so he... Basically, his goal is to release the sacred sword from Emmy. Because he's like, you are not worthy of having an angel's power anymore. I want to remove it from you. So and I can have was it. it God's gold or something? God's yeah, silver? Uh, yeah, something like that. And he's like, if if you won't give it to me, I shall take it by force. And he's torturing her. It's real strong, this episode. As angels it. do, they torture people. Susano yeah. is then sent after Sadao. And she does that huge, like, massive leap from the top of a tall building with her ginormous mallet weapon. And she smashes down. He manages to get out of the way, but unfortunately for him, she does destroy Doolahan in the process. Doolahan, no! (laughs) Also, I love the fact that he picks up a fucking broom. No, I like the fact that he strips down to his boxers because he's like, my uniform... This we get our first uniform free, and if I damage this, I have to pay for no, a new one. It's on loan, isn't it? It's, it's on loan. It's on loan, and if you damage it, then you have to pay for it. <laughs> so he's so he takes his strips down to his boxes because he doesn't want to ruin his uniform. And if I can't do this, then what sort of shift manager would I be? Yes, and he says to her that he knew who she was all along. He was like, "I knew you were from Inter Isla," 
and that didn't change how I treated you. He actually thought he could change her mind, didn't he? Well, he also has no magic. She attacks him and knocks the shit out of him, and he's like, I, I can't fight back. I have no magic. If you want to kill me, you can kill me. But you don't want to kill me. You don't want to kill me. <laughs> Cut to Sario, and we get information that his power comes from the moon. So uh, the the no, closer your pants. the closer to the moon he is, the more powerful he becomes. Oh, like Elon Musk to the moon. I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> Good. I'm leaving that alone. Good. Eventually, Sadao basically walks away from Suzuno. He's like, "I know you don't want to hurt me, and my friends up there are in trouble. So I'm going to go up there and stop that. And uh, you should really think about what you want." And he leaves. In the meantime, Olba pays a visit to Lucifer and once again offers him a place in heaven if he helps him. He comes with the same deal again. And it lo- looks like Lucifer's agreed to it again. While Emmy's being tortured on the roof, she... Sario goes to turn on Chiho and Emmy's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Because she is important to Sadao. She is an employee of McRonald. <laughs> that's what he said. Yes, what yes, she does. Yeah, and nothing's more important to a shift manager than his employees. And if you stand in the way of the devil, who is currently a part-time shift manager at McRonald's, cut to cut to Sadal, who's slowly climbing up a staircase in his pants, and he's absolutely shattered. <laughs> oh, the elevator. Why did it have to be out of order? I he, love the fact that uh, he turns round, doesn't he, uh, to Emmy, and says. That's just a stupid contract. He wouldn't even believe in that. He's like, ah, but a contract is a contract and the devil always goes through with a contract. And Sadao eventually gets to the roof and he's blown about a bit by uh, Sario. He really does mess him up. Cut to Olba. He's drinking some... How did he get Emmy's handbag? It, At this point, Olber's got Emmy's handbag and he takes yep. out one of the celestial bottles and seems to know exactly what it is and downs celestial power. I don't know where he got her handbag from, but he creates a spell that brings the moon closer, which increases Sario's power. However, this makes everyone around in Japan scared, which then increases Sadao's power. Oh, hold on. Doesn't he find it via the tracker, which was in her handbag? Oh, maybe Lucifer took him to it. Well, it looks like Lucifer got him to increase the power of the moon, which increased everyone's fear, which increased Sadao's power. And then takes the bag back. Yes. That's what it looks like. And ACL ACL, rises from the hospital bed again, and he's in demon form. Uh, He'll come back later. Sadao now at full power and wearing his extra durable boxes, uh, which stayed on even though he doubled in size. Attacks. Emmy talks about that. She? <laughs> yes, she's she like, does. "Are you sure those boxes are going to stay on? Don't worry, they're double durable." <laughs> Lucifer then betrays Olber, takes the bag back, and I think he knocks Olber out as well in the process. With an uppercut, yeah, yeah. He just punches. And then the moon spell starts to dissipate, and so does Sario's power. And Sadal forms this he's like if you want a sword i'll give you a sword and he creates this massive d- demonic sword and slices down at sario uh, which only knocks him into the floor a little bit doesn't it and he's completely fine <laughs> completely fine uh it's at this point 
Emmy tries to say something detrimental to him, and he turns around and goes, "Yeah, whatever, tiny tits." <laughs> 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 Completely throws her off. <laughs> this that's funny, right? That is funny. That came out of nowhere, and it was funny. It's the first time he's ever given sass to her. Yeah, which was hilarious. And then the episode ends with Asiel turning up, and he's like. I'm ready to fight, sir. I just had to go home and get my cape. You what? <laughs> yes, he turned up late. And uh, we go into episode 13. Look, a complete non-episode. Right, so is there much point in talking about this episode? It was very, um, very, one, very Only pointless. one thing. Only one thing. Fucking the angel falling out of the fridge, and that's about it. Yeah, he's so supposed to have teleported him away, so, and he yeah, didn't. Yeah, Cesario's still about, and now he falls in. He basically episode thirteen is him falling in love with the McDonald's boss. Yep. He decides he's going to stay as the manager of SFC. That's it. That's it. And then our group get Swind- Lucifer gets swindled by a scammer uh, with a pyramid scheme thing, and then the group get told by Emmy that. Because he's 18 and not 20, there's a cooling off period if he signs a contract, which means that they can get their money back. That's that it. is essentially episode 13. Oh, and the after credits bit. Yeah, I saw the after credits. Where yes, she, so, she yes. hands him an umbrella. Like, the love interest bit. Like he did, because it this, had is, to this is when they force the love bit, because they're standing in the rain, yeah. and she gives him the umbrella, and he says thank you, and she That's smiles and blushes. And we're done. And the episode ends. So... What did we think of season one of The Devil is a Part-Timer? I'll let you go first. Yeah? Okay. Comedy falls short. The first episode, fantastic. The next five episodes, hit and miss. And then after that, it drops off a fucking cliff for me. I just... They they did that thing, and I can't remember what show did it before, where they establish the type of show that it is, and then they take that away to replace it with fuck no we're supposed to have an actual overarching story here not just the devil in on earth and then they spoon feed you that with the angel fight at the end and it's just like it's a bit the pacing's well off i'm trying to think of the the series that you're on about yeah i remember the one we said it about about. a different one where you know it was it had nothing it was just all character based and then they tried to force you to have this plot in the last like three episodes and this has done exactly Is that. Is that Keijo? No. No, because we enjoy Keijo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but this has done the exact same thing, where it's like, we've got a really great story here, and then we forget to tell you it until the last two episodes. And then we've got we to gotta fucking give you it back. I'm trying to think of and which one just, it is. I can't remember which one it is. But if it weren't for the Lucifer and his fucking little... General sidekick, fucking dude. You don't mean Cat Planet Cuties or something like that. Maybe, yeah. maybe. That sounds similar. yeah. That sounds similar. Yeah, it does make sense but because at the end of Cat Planet Cuties, you get like a whole fucking military government shit going yeah. on. Yeah. And then yeah, they try and, and this has done the same story. thing where it is that type of comedy show, and then they go fuck. Wait, no, people actually want the the story yeah. we established at the beginning. Because I liked the opening episode because of the juxtaposition with how serious the intro was and then what the actual show was when he got to Earth. Yeah. That was a really good kind of... It, it threw you off and it was funnier because you didn't expect it to be funny. When I mean, apart from the title, obviously. But it, the, the opening was so epic and they used Movie Man voice and it gave you like this Avatar intro. Yeah, I get what you're on about. And it's, then they just kind of... 
disappears and they do all these comedy bits and it is like episodic rom-com stuff i think it, i think the comedy hits 50 percent of the time for me yeah, a little less for me uh, it was half and half for me it hits when it's him with his friends rather yeah. than him with emmy like him with his fucking sidekick and fucking um his boss that that stuff 100 percent of the time no faults yeah. Yeah, no they, they make you even him and Lucifer. You know, I enjoyed yeah. their. Like, you like Chiho. I like his yeah, interactions like with Chiho. Yeah, as well. When because she's normal, straight talking, honest about her feelings, and that's a real good character trait that you don't get very often. It's Amelia for me. That just kind of whenever they try and do something funny with her, it's just not. Yeah. Okay. It's because well, really, just because she... they turned her into a clumsy buffoon of a character. Yeah. Instead of a that... god killer, which is what yeah. she's supposed to be, with tons of angst. Should have been the straight guy. Yeah. Should have been the. Uh, I want to say Nick Cage, but it's not. I mean, the Ricky Gervais kind of thing. Well, know, yeah. The, the funny I mean? without knowing it's funny would have yeah. been funnier. Yeah. Than trying to force comedy out of someone that's the right hand of God. Yeah. But. All that said, I disagree. I really enjoyed this. I actually thought it I was. I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I, just I enjoyed it. It, was... it just could have been a thousand times better if they sorted the pacing out. And, you know, and I think some of the jokes was a translation problem. Yeah, potentially. It was a fun romp for me. I, I didn't mind going through every single one of these episodes. It's not, it's not one of those ones you, take se- you have to take seriously no. at all. At all. Um, and if you just sit down and you watch it, and perhaps if you don't analyze it too much you can just sit there and enjoy it yeah it's not going to get torn apart the story is very basic and it doesn't want to be torn apart reminds me of the world that god only knows i sat down i'll watch every single one of those episodes because it's just fun to watch those individual episodes and i didn't mind like the slice of life stuff that we had because i actually like the character yeah i like the actual um the interactions were fine yeah the actual behaviors of the characters apart from emmy were pretty good in that sense like you said obviously the art style falls short because it's very basic um especially the character it, there's design no, there's nothing individual about no, the, but the, the look of this show that yeah that was that the was devil and everything pushed. else but even then like the whole i'm going to be the hero was very kirito like yeah the... no okay but i don't mind the uh animation it's animation but i think I that's what it was it was we're going to make a very light-hearted very easy to follow story and it was with some comedy in it and i think that's what it is and i think that's why it was so popular because it wasn't trying to be this amazing anime it was just supposed to be something fun for somebody to watch i'm going to say something that's going to pierce you all off yeah space dandy did it better (laughs) same type of characters space dandy did it better same type of character i wouldn't associate them to be the same they're they're the the basis of the character holier than thou which one's that? The robot. QT. No. He was a, he was a bump. And then you got no. um, Meow, that's the bumbling sidekick. They're all bumbling idiots in that fucking show. They are in this. <clears throat> no, it's no. the Dowell is because very confident in, and competent at his job. Yeah. He's very competent. He just acts like the bumbling fool. He's not a... Mm. Unlike Dandy, who is a bumbling fool. <laughs> but he's not. That's the point. Is <laughs> He's not a bumbling fool. He gets offered the job of God at the end of season two. Well, that's all right. This guy's already Spoiler got it. Alert. He doesn't need to get off at it. He's because he's not it. a no, bumbling re- fool. That's the point of Space Dandy. <laughs> Space Dandy did comedy better than what this show did. A we- thousand times better. It's not even a competition. 
we can't talk about it, season two. We didn't do season two. <laughs> yeah, what are you on about? Like, no, it took me a whole fucking year. You use references we're not allowed to use. Yeah, so. yeah, you're using yeah. references. That's Space Dandy did it better. I did it a thousand times better. So, if you had to change just a little thing about this show, what would you change? The hero. The hero is the major problem for me. Emmy. Yeah, everything else sort of makes sense, and. I get the comedy with everybody else. And genuinely, it did make me laugh from time to time. Everything with her fell short. All okay. the other characters... I can see that. All the other characters were, you know, they weren't amazing characters, but they were what they were supposed to be. Funny and two-dimensional, and that's where the comedy came from. She but misses character development. No, 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 they, they do they, they, no, they, they try to make her develop because she starts having these conflicting emotions yeah, she's about supposed to be doubt. holier than thou, and then she goes into forgiving the devil. Yeah, because no, she even I mean, like, has that moment where she's in her head saying, can I forgive him? Yeah. We miss the no, slice I can't, of life surely. stuff from her. But, I mean, they try they, and They do flick it. to her in her life from time yeah, to time. Yeah, that's why... Very rarely. That's why we get her friend and her at work. Yeah. Stuff like that, but very rarely. But if we had any more yeah, than that, then the like, show would the be about, not about her. her. Yeah, it's the devil is a part timer, not the hero is a part timer. No, she's full time. There's a show. <laughs> the hero is a part timer. She kind of ruined the show because whenever she was on screen, I went, "Oh, no, fair." Because she's not the straight man, and like you said, she should have been that. If she would have come on as a straight man, you would have you would have got the fucking three Ronnies type of comedy. That's what you would have got. The scene that I feel like we really missed was the one where it's like i shall smite you demon uh i'm currently on my shift at the moment yeah that's what she like, should have been that over that she should have been the proper fucking 70s 60s holier than thou fucking speech giving hero and the devil should have just been can i get you a milkshake or would something you, would you like some fries like that's what it. That's what she should have been, and she just wasn't. They tried like, to challenges him, and he's like, "I'm late for work." And yeah, spikes off. and just runs. Yeah. Do you know what I would have yeah, liked? That's as what well. it should have been. That would have been funny as shit. Yeah, you know I would have liked as well. Something that would have made it more interesting as well is if she also worked with him. You know who she should have been, Gaston. She should have just been a female Gaston. Yeah, that would have worked so well. Completely straight. I'm the hero. I'm fucking good. I'm strong. I will fucking defeat you. Yeah. And then just avoid a fight at all costs because he's late for work or he's got a meeting yeah. or he's yeah. got to go shopping. That would have been better as her character. So she... And if that is the only change I would make, though, because, I mean, I've changed the art style because it is just basic. Yeah. yeah. I got it's quite, very run-of-the-mill, unexciting. It's quite an old anime, yeah. though. So. I've got one would, which would be quite funny as well. She becomes his boss at fucking McDonald's. Other way around, he becomes yeah, hers. That like yeah, that flips that, between. Yeah, he becomes the shift manager to her. Yeah, yeah. Or they both become shift managers. No, him, him at the same to level. order her around, and her having to f- be yeah. conflicted about that would be better. Yeah, that would be funny. I wouldn't mind like the also though. It would be quite funny if they were both shift managers because day and night then shift. you've got day and night <laughs> shift or something like that, and like you've got the manager at the top. And every time they hand over shifts, there's a fight. Yeah. Or she tries to start a fight yeah. with him. And he's like, go home. Gotta go. Like disappears. But then you're like... going like full comedy, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. But... but that's what it, it should have been. Yeah. and it, it But it didn't play to full comedy. No. And it should have. Not like. And, oh, if only you, because If you compare her. that to Shimonita, Shimonita went full comedy oh, full the blown. whole time. Full blown comedy. 
I mean, you could still have a story with this. Eventually, she gets around to the point where she realises st- this guy is you not... You can do everything without changing any of the pace, any of the story. You just make her Gaston. That's yeah. it. Just mm. makes her That's more it. of a stronger, holier-than-thou character yeah. who has high morals just, because of what's happened to her. Just a very fucking But instead, they push the, uh, the love. Yeah, yeah. and should, there are, there's other girls in that show that would have been a Chiho. more natural and just funny... Chiho. Love interest, yeah. Just one girl that's obsessed with him, even you, though yeah. he's the devil. That's yeah, yeah. enough. That, yeah, just like, the one. And even when they explain to her that he's the devil, just have her play it off. And like, you can yeah, have her. But have you seen his six pack? You can. And just, you know, stupid shit like that would be funny. You can have her completely sus of Emmy the whole way through, even yeah. though it's clear that Emmy is not interested yeah, like, in that's at right, all. That's there. You Don't can, change that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. It's just her. It's just the hero. So, should we go into some ratings? I also kind of like the idea. This might be a bit far off for you guys, but the hero's party starts to come through the gate eventually and just becomes part of her fucking shift. Joins her day shift while he's got his blooming devils as the night shift. And it's like, basically, they're all fucking working or it. you just have her work the other side of the street. Oh, Yeah. Have them uh, both rival at corp- rival, yeah, rival corporations. Yeah, rival fast food company. Yeah. Now that would have been funny because you and she, got... she's like, I'm going to stop him from rising to power by beating him there. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of now thing. that would have been funny. Yeah. Like you've got this whole thing where like she's like, I will kill him in the sales department. Yeah. Yeah. So ratings. What are we going to give it? I'll, I'll go first. This yeah, week, go actually. on. Go on. I'm going to go for a 7.8. It's lower than I thought you'd give it. I'll be honest with you. It's it's, it's fair because it interests me. Mm-hmm. Would I watch it again? Maybe. I later. didn't until obviously reviewing it. But that's what I mean. Like maybe I'd watch it again. Maybe not. Yeah. But again, I enjoyed it when I watched it. It's got so a season two. So. Yeah, and I would probably watch season two. I will watch season. That's two. what I mean. So it's not up there with the eights and the nines that I've watched again and would would watch again. Yeah, yeah. But actually, it's still. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. Run of the mill, five and a half. There's, there's comedy shows that are just drastically better than this. No, that's How not to summon a demon lord, space dandy. Tickles all t- types just, of taste. They, they did they did comedy better than what this, this show did. No, fair enough. Shimonita did it better. Shimonita did it better. Another example of yeah. it being done better. Shimonita did do it better. Yeah, we're yeah, we're, we're avid fans of Shimonita. We just bring us season two. Even Keijo did it better, comedy-wise. And they yeah? they okay. they stuck to their guns on what the show was. Okay, yeah, no, I agree. I yeah, agree. they Kato knew what that was. Comedy better. Yeah, they knew what that was. We all knew what that was. Sword in the ass. We all loved it. <laughs> Told me what that season two was going to be. We, we rifted about and how, he rifted. who pulls it out shall be king. <laughs> <laughs> we rifted about being a spectator in that show. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I would go with a six point five for me. Um, I enjoy the show. I think it's just slightly better than average. Yeah. Point what one and a half better than average. Yeah. Um, but it's not quite up there as sort of rewatchability. And I think it's got any for me. But I, I, a draw of a, a a real sort of thick plot. It just doesn't have that. What? Yeah. <laughs> you with the thought. It does, You hit it right there. It's not that it's bad. It's that all the departments that it wants to hit have been done better. Yes. It, yeah, it it's has. a it's a good idea, just done. It's okay. a fu- it's a fun watch, and if somebody said, "Should I watch this show?" I'd say, "Yeah, watch the show. See if you like it. 
but there are other ones that are funnier. Yeah, that's the thing. You you put this in a list of things that people should watch, but it, it wouldn't just be, be top the of, the list, of the list. But yeah, yeah it would just be. Bottom I don't of the think it'd be bottom of the list. We've we've done some quite blooming. Oh no, no, yeah, but no, no, you're not in the comedies. No, because you're not going to recommend fucking bottom Shit. of the like our. Real but if you had to go, here's four comedies. Although this it, is going to be number four. You should watch High School of the Dead because it's funny. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so, the devil is a part-timer gets the summoning boys 6.6 out of 10. All you summoners can join us next time where we review another Ghibli movie, Castle in the Sky. Is it not time for us to chop off? It is time for us to chop off. Okay. You just insane. Go again. It made me upset. Go again. It's time for us to chop off. If you've got any questions or queries, or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast, or go to our website at HowNotToSummon.com where you can find all our links. I've been Shinny Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. See ya. Tara. <laughs> <laughs>